This is episode six of the Remix Your World podcast. And today I'm with my good buddy and guru, Ash Ruiz, and we're talking all things conscious uncoupling. Welcome to Remix Your World. I'm Allison Kalagna, global DJ and music producer turned life remixer and personal growth coach. In each episode, we bring you real talk, inspiring stories, and heartfelt conversations of personal transformation to help you uplift and amplify your life. This is the Remix Your World podcast. In a nutshell, a breakup is nothing short of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to have a complete spiritual awakening, one that catapults you to a whole new level of authenticity, compassion, wisdom, depth, and dare I say it, even joy. Catherine Woodward Thomas, author of Conscious Uncoupling, which happens to be the topic that Ash and I are going to talk about today. So I'm going to jump right in with spiritual teacher, life coach, and my personal guru, Ash Ruiz. So if you are considering joining CIJ, these will be the last two classes that I will be offering for the rest of the year. You need to jump in and jump in quick. You will hear me talk a lot about CIJ in this podcast and what a difference it's made for me in my life and what a difference it's made for some of my students. Um, so if you are in a place right now where you're figuring you want to just upgrade, up-level, remix, and rework, then I highly encourage you and invite you to join me on a powerful eight-week journey through self-discovery. You can find out all the information about CIJ at remixyourworld.com slash CIJ. If you want me to text you, text the words summer CIJ to 44222. That's summer CIJ, all one word, to 44222, and I'll text you all the information. I hope to see you in class. Yo, check this out. Just a heads up, if you are new to meditating and you have no idea where to start and are looking for a little guidance, I've got something for you. I produce something called the Mindful Mixtape and I'll send it to you. It's five guided meditations led by me all put to music. If you are interested in downloading this, text the words meditate now to 44222 and I'll send that to you now. Or you can find it at remixyourworld.com. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Well, hello there, Alison Kalagna. Well, hello there, Ash Ruiz. Oh, it's so wonderful to be here and to hear your buttery, velvety voice. <laughs> I've got my I've got my Maya Angelou voice on today. <laughs> yes, give me some more Maya, darling. Give me some more. Maya wisdom. <laughs> I love it. And hello to everybody listening. Yes. ¿Cómo están? Hi, loves. Yay. Well, I'm so excited that we get to, we get to dive in and, and explore some really yummy, juicy things today. Yes, we are going to talk about some juiciness. We like the juice. 
And now, well, you know, before I, I kind of like a little bit of foreplay before we get to like the the, the, the panting. <laughs> the foreplay produces the cheese. <laughs> oh yes, it does. <laughs> so before we get into our juicy topic, I would love to just share a moment. I'd love to hear like you know, what your, let's say your three favorite things of this month are. And we could say your favorite, I don't know if you're reading something, a book or an audio book, yes. music, a song or an album and something random. Ooh. Okay. Well, I'm always reading. Oh my God. I don't ever stop reading, but so which one is my favorite right now? So what I have on my bedside right now is the mm-hmm. sound of yoga. Oh, which my good buddy Steve Rawls sent, which is really mystical and kind of delicious, um, I would say. So that has been nice. And I'm also, <laughs> I just said Maya, but I'm revisiting uh, Maya Angelou as well. I Yay. guess I was, I was all inspired because it was her birthday, girl. You know, I was I like, know. Yeah. Um, Music. Hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. so I just finished producing another Lush um, compilation. So, like, I've really been in a chill out space when I, you know, like, you know, when I'm yeah creating that mood and that. So, like, I've been listening to a lot of down tempo and cinematic um, ambient stuff to get in the mood to create that. So, musically, that's where my um, little head's been. And random, oh, <laughs> random. Okay, so I've. You know, like I've finally have kicked dairy in the bud and it's been the hardest thing ever because I really love cheese. This morning, this morning I'm in the grocery store and I'm standing there and I passed the cheese and I felt like a little kid. Like I was just like, <sighs> oh, you passed the cheese. I passed the cheese. In the grocery store. And I was like, oh, I hate this. I want my cheese. Oh. I want my cheese. Oh, my goodness. Well, congratulations. Yes. I'm, I'm a half of me and all the cows in the world. I know. Well, that and my skin, my skin appreciates Oh, that. yes. Um, so, but because, so like I just found that actual full-on coconut milk, like actual coconut milk, not coconut milk in the milk, like real coconut milk in the can. Yes, darling. Acts as a very nice creamer in my chai. Oh, I love that. So that is a really random nice thing. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. Creamy girl, she creamy. Okay. You better get better get your cream on. Okay, so it's working for me right now. It's working. That, All right. So tell me about you. I bet you okay, my turn. Stuff. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> well, um, let's see. Uh, music wise, I'll start with music. I've yeah. been listening nonstop to a track called Lullaby by the one and only Brandy. Do you remember Brandy? Yes. That boy is mine. Don't you do the things you do. <laughs> I love me some Brandy. Okay, yes, honey. A, but she has a new song on Todrick Hall's album. Really? Todrick Hall has a new album. I think it's called, uh, um, what's, what's, that, what's that word when something is, um, it's like, you, you, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like you can't do it. You're not allowed to do it. It's, you love that person, but it's oh, uh, forbidden love. Forbidden. It's something I think it's. I think it's called forbidden. Maybe? Oh, unrequited. <laughs> Not unrequited. <laughs> Forbi- I can't remember. The, I, you know, I cannot remember the name of the album. I'll, it's gonna I'll, come. I'll, I'll post Somebody, it down. Yeah. 
somebody will know because I'm yes. sure everyone's listening to it. And Tyler Call is incredibly talented. And, um, and he creates this whole visual experience with the music, kind of like what Beyonce does. Mm. And there's a song on his new album called Lullaby. And Brandy is the one singing the song. And Brandy's, um, I think she's playing the role of his mother. And, and it's just so beautiful. I cannot stop listening to it. So that's my song. Okay. Lullaby. All right. Um, you got me all excited when we get off. Oh, this. you got to hear the song. Oh it's okay. sweet. And Brandy has such a beautiful voice, such agility. That's I love right. Brandy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then uh, the book that I've, that, I'm, that I've been enjoying is um, A Mind at Home with Itself with Miss Byron, Byron Katie. Yes. yes. And what I love about this book is that, you know, she, 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 th- she talks about some of the things that I've always wanted to hear. Like when she initially had that, had that, um, you know, that, 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 that switch turned on mm-hmm. of clarity, you know, it's kind of like she went through this, uh, like if she had amnesia or if she, because she, she just had to relearn everything. She was just like this open, uh, radiant light bulb mm-hmm. um, and learning how to, how to be human and learning how to have social interactions. So she pretty much walked out of her house and just walked into any random stranger's house and sit on the couch and be at home. Wow. And people would find her and be like, excuse me, lady, what you doing in my house? And she'd be oh. like, hello, infinite love. How are you? Right. And so it's so it's so much fun reading about, you know, Byron Katie's early um, days in her, in her um, getting back in touch with reality and her awakening. Yes. So it's, it's from that perspective of when she woke up. Yes. Yes. Wow. There's, there's elements of that. And, and, and and of course, there's uh, there's more recent stuff, and and then there's moments of people doing the work with her, and it's just it's just wonderful. I love me some as Byron Kidding, and this and this book is delivering the goods. A mind at home with itself. Okay, I'm gonna add oh that to my little goodness. audible. Yes. Oh my god, and her audibles are great. Yeah, because I love listening to her voice. I know. I love <laughs> she it. totally does it. I love it. I love her audibles. That's great. <laughs> Um, and then my random thing, gosh, what was my random thing? There's so many of them. I've had a lot of body stuff. So which part of my body stuff do I want to share about? <laughs> well, um, the, new, the new vibrator? The new, no, uh, okay, I know exactly what, what I'm really loving. <laughs> okay. So um, there are these face products um, oh. called Nourish Organics. Okay. Nourish or is it nourish? Are we just trying to be fancy and bougie nourish? Honey, it's fancy and bougie (laughs) and effective. (laughs) She got nourish, honey. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Nourish organics. Oh my God. Um, There's this, there's a face wash. And what is so cool about it is that it's like this face wash, but it smells like, like, you know, like home essential oils it's just so pure and it feels so good and then there's all of these there's like this uh this like black um charcoal kind of kind of uh, mask mask and i don't know my face just feels so oxygenated and so alive and every time i use it um yeah my friend Kristen um is actually the one who's created them and mm. so big props to her because yes, she's, hashtag she's created a masterpiece. I'm, I love me some, 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 you know, uh, face 
products and stuff and some <laughs> lotions and you know I, I i don't i don't have to use my lubriderm anymore i can put that to the side <laughs> all right i'm excited about this yes marie we'll have to link all this in the we show will totally we will totally and i would love for, for those listening right now you know if you can find us on facebook or find mm-hmm. us on you find us if you can list your favorite book, music, and something random something for the folks. Random. Yes. I Let's like share it. what we're loving. Yes. All right. Well, so, <laughs> so this week's, well, this, this, the topic for this moment, we'll say. Yes. Yes. All right. So edit that, edit, edit, say that again. Beep. <laughs> the topic for this moment. Mm-hmm. Because it's been in, in the atmosphere, it's, it's um, you know, the session work that I've been doing, the conversation that I've been having with friends, you know, this has been coming up a lot. And a lot of people are exploring um, conscious uncoupling. Mm-hmm. And I think we could t- talk a little bit about that because I know I have had experience with that. Yes. And I know you've had experience with that. And um, I think it'd be valuable to talk a little bit about conscious uncoupling, breaking up consciously breaking up consciously it is important i um it is also in the ethers i have several students and clients that are going through this as well as well as friends i have really close friends that are going through this um you can feel it in the cosmos for sure i i i love the concept of conscious uncoupling because like the whole break just the word breakup alone is like Mm -hmm. can just feel so like like, like, is this breaking is, you know, is this, if it's something is broken or something is, you know, it's yeah done and like it's something like, was severed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Instead of just like, I look at it as the uncoupling allows you to remix, you know, and it's like, you're, yes. you're transforming into something else. And maybe which direction you're going is a different direction than the beloved is going. And, and there doesn't have to be this like. Oh, that goes on. Yeah, because that's one, you know, one thing that is interesting about conscious uncoupling. And, and I love that that concept is emerging in our species mm-hmm. in such a powerful way. Mm-hmm. You know, because when I think back, um, when that wasn't an option or, I mean, gosh, it was so painful mm-hmm. for that shift to happen. Um, it's like somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to be devastated. Yeah. Someone's going to feel like a victim. Mm-hmm. Someone's going. Someone can be chewing on what they should have done, what they should have said, how they, how it, how this should have gone down, how that should have gone down for years and years and years and years. And you know, there's always talk about closure. I don't think I had enough closure. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you know. It's like we need to have this conversation, but they don't want to have this conversation. Yeah. And this need to happen, and that need to happen. You know, can you can you remember those times? I, I do. I so do. Heavy? It was super heavy. And the, the closure loop was a big one, you know, of mm-hmm. like, because that loop allowed, well, I just need one more conversation or I just need one more. Yes. Um, uh, it, it was almost like an addictive loop or an d- addictive pattern of like, I would trick myself into thinking, oh, well, one more conversation is going to give me the closure I need or one more yes. touch is going to give me the closure I need or one more anything, you know, and it actually yes. just perpetuated the loop of like, actually, no, you know, it was me in a, being in a state of just being too afraid to just let go, you know, like, because yes. the, the, the pain of letting go was so, you know, frightening to me, you know, and, and yes. below that was really just the pain of loneliness. You know, that 
So I would just stay in the loop of, oh, well, and, you know, I'll just keep, keep going in the closure loop so I don't have to feel the loneliness. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And what a loop, the loop, the loop that oh, is. Yeah, yeah. Good bad techno gracious. record. Yeah. And so with conscious uncoupling, you know, it really gives us an opportunity to, to, to speak our truth. Mm. Um, it really gives us an opportunity to be heard. It really gives us an opportunity to put into a perspective that includes the bigger picture mm. of our lives into the mix. And I don't know, there's, there's a, which doesn't mean that that sadness won't be present and that there won't be some form of, of, of grieving mm-hmm. that, that, that can show up, um, some heaviness, some, yeah. some sense of broken heartedness. Uh, all of that is is included, and you are taking responsibility for your own experience, and you're in the driver's seat per se. Um, you know, it's 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 ending something and it's beginning Again. something mm-hmm. consciously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Can you speak? You know, so you were the one. Uh, you had a conscious uncoupling, which actually inspired my conscious uncoupling. Oh, I love um, that. When, you know, with Jen and I years ago, like that we did this closing ceremony and it was beautiful. And you were the one that inspired that. That was the first time that I had a a conscious uncoupling of like, okay, like an honoring of what was in that relationship. And to walk away with love and gifts and like literally a closing ceremony and knowing that I could still leave that house and still feel sad and still feel you yes. know, like a, a longing or a miss, but knowing yes. that it, it still is over and then I'm still walking yes. towards something. Yes, yes. Yeah. So the way it came up for me, um, this was many years ago, I'd say maybe in 2006 mm. um, or 2007, 2006, 2007, I was in relationship for many years with a beautiful beloved and uh there was a moment, you know, it's like, it's like you can feel when, when your lives are moving in different directions mm. and that was happening to us. Um, and, you know, at first you kind of brush it off and, and you have your conversations and, but then it just gets a little bit more obvious that, okay, we are moving in different directions. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so there was that moment where I never forget. I just came back from tour and then we were lying in bed together and we just woken up and we were just there enjoying each other's faces mm. not in that way that happened afterwards no <laughs> we were just enjoying each other and and then it was and then you know my beloved was like do you think it's time that we shift things mm. and I was like yes I've been feeling that as well I think it's time that we shift things and I think it's appropriate there was a moment that my beloved that a thought hit. I'll never forget the way his face shifted. Mm. Um, and I was like, what thought is that? Because we're there and it's all mm-hmm. nice and soft and, and sweet and supportive. And then I saw his face contort. Mm. I saw like, oh, a thought hit. And he had a very interesting thought. Um, this was around the time of when the whole thing happened with the bailout mm. and a lot of people lost a lot of money. And this beloved had lost a lot of money in, uh, he was a day trader and, and stock stuff, um, lost a lot of money in, in, that, in that arena. Mm. And, had, and he had the thought that I was okay with us ending 
because he ain't had no money anymore. <laughs> he didn't have any more money. <laughs> so he, so beloved had this thought mm. and, and I, you know, I'm like, what's, what thought is it? And this is what he said. I've had the thought that you're not going to love me because I no longer have these resources. Mm. And, and then we did, we did the work, a very light version of the work that was like, how do you feel when you believe that thought? Mm. You know, and he's like, I feel, I feel used. I feel angry. I feel sad. Um, I was like, how do you see me when you believe the thought? Mm. He's like, I see you as, as selfish. I see you as heartless. I see you as, uh, I was, as, as not, as, as, as not, as not the one that I love. And I was like, how do you see our relationship when you believe that thought? Mm. Um, and he said, I see it as not, as not being real. I question if, mm. if there was ever any genuine love here. Um, and then I asked him, how, who would you be without that thought? Mm. Who were you before that thought? And he's like, I'm here in bed with, with a human being that I love. Yeah. And, and it's amazing how we can have these thoughts and they just color our worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so we had that, that moment and, and then we were together for another three months. We, you know, it was like, you don't have to leave right away. Right. Um, we can take your time with it. Take your time with where you're going to go and what you want to do and where you want to move. He decided he wanted to move back to Boston. That's where his family was from. And um, so I was like, you know, there's, there's no rush here. Right. So what was so great is that we did this consciously. There's still a lot of love. I would say that we've had the best sex after mm. we consciously broke up. Um, we had, you know, the, the, the days and people were confused because I'd share mm-hmm. with my friends that, oh, we're, you know, Jeff is moving back to Boston and we're no longer together anymore. Um, people were so confused because we were so in love still. We were still mm. holding hands and cuddling and, you know, um, in our vulnerability and our honesty and our, and our telling the truth, there was still such respect there mm. and st- such support. So we decided to have a ceremony. Mm. I had never seen this before, um, but it felt so clear to have a ceremony. We invited all of our friends and family. We all wore white. Mm. Um, I did something where I got all these seashells and I had people write something, a personal note to him on these mm. seashells. You know, since he was going back to Boston, yeah. I love, I love being a little cheesy. I can't help it, darling. I can't help it. Give that's him a, something from the fire some... dragons in us romance. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, just give him a little bit of Miami Beach, a little bit of South Beach, one of those little seashells. Um, and people did that. They wrote things. Uh, and we had a ceremony. We had a potluck. Mm. It was at a park. And then we had a moment where we exchanged vows. Um, they weren't the vows of, of starting a relationship or, 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 or a wedding. They were vows, you know, our vows were, we honored what we learned from each other. Mm-hmm. So I learned this and this and this from you. And, and then we also shared um, the, the blessing and the vision we have for each other for mm-hmm. our future, you know, and that was really, really, really powerful. And and then he left a week later and I took him to the airport and we cried mm. and we made out right before he got on the, and, and I cried all the way on the drive back mm. from Fort Lauderdale airport to Miami, mm. but it was so much love. I mean, the tears were liquid love and liquid gratitude and um, yeah, gratitude for having this experience 
and gratitude for what's to come in my life and for what's to come in his life. Yeah. You know, this is a huge, life is huge and this universe is huge and our time here is precious. And, you know, each of us are on this adventure mm. of life. Uh, this idea of holding on to someone or imprisoning them inside mm. your, your heart um, I, I see that that shifting, and I'm happy it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. I remember you telling me that story, and then Jen and I were like, "Do you want to have something like Ash told us?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's." Oh do my it. god, I love it! <laughs> and we didn't, you know, we didn't invite friends or anything. Yeah, we did it ourselves. We, you know, like we went in the house. We sat in a circle, you know, like towards each other, we lit a candle and, and gave each other gifts and shared, this is what I learned from you. Like very similar in that. Yes. And at yes. the end, you know, this is what I wish for you. And at the end, you know, we decided we were going to blow the candle out together and then that was it. And we oh, oh, I love that. Blow yeah. the candle out together. And then, That's you know, beautiful. I left and, and that was it. And it's like, I mean, and now what's beautiful about it is because now it's like Jen and I are just like one of my besties now, you know, and it's like, yes, we, you know, we yes. had moments of like, we had to go and have the no contact and all, you know, there were things that we mm-hmm, chose mm-hmm, to do. Mm-hmm. That was our agreements. But like now we're like, you know, BFFs, there's no, you know, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I do you suggest? Hi, Jen. So it's, hey, mm-hmm. Jen. So like, but, but curious though, because I, you know, I, I have these conversations with some people that are already in a state of so much um, anger and so much in a state of victim consciousness, right? You know, like yes, yes. they don't under, they haven't really gotten the concept of like, oh, well, mm-hmm. I owning their part of, of the relationship, you know, are still in very much in a place of blame, shame, and, and, and criticism, you know? Just, yes. Yes. And, and so in that, there's not really a space in that moment for the conscious uncoupling until they, are able to at least reconcile within themselves of like, well, here, you know, I need to, I need to take ownership and we need to stop blaming each other. So how do you suggest, what do you say to those people that have not yet stopped, stepped into, well, this is, I have to take ownership of this. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so there are some, some important things to consider and there are certain, uh, I would say perspectives that are valuable to have in engaging in conscious uncoupling, mm. you know? So I feel what was valuable in my experience was um, the notion and the value in taking responsibility for my own experience. Mm-hmm. So in really owning that peace, love and happiness starts here first yeah, and really feeling into what that means in my life, you know, how do I speak when I'm very clear about where love begins? Mm-hmm. How do I interact when I'm very clear about where love begins? How do I allow people the freedom to be themselves um, when I'm very clear about where love begins? How do I not allow people to be themselves when I'm not very clear about where love begins? You know, mm-hmm. when I think that love begins with you outside of myself, Lord have mercy, can the, can the, the, the strategies and the uh, manipulation mm. can really come into effect as that I need to make this work and I need to make this person stay because, you know, this, this person leaves means love is leaving mm-hmm. and I don't want love to go nowhere. Right, right. You know? Which comes so from scarcity. 
That is, yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So it's good to have the, the to, to, to give yourself the education, to give yourself the space, the time to really get clear about where love begins, where peace begins, where honesty begins. And that's with ourselves. And um, so, so that was clear in this relationship. Um, I think it's also important um, to hold the perspective. Let me just find the right way of saying this. So we talked about where love begins, um, taking responsibility, and also to hold the perspective of what is relationship. What is the purpose of relationship? What is the value of relationship? So I think I was able to move into this conscious uncoupling and able to have the, 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 the thought arise that we do something like a conscious uncoupling ceremony um, because it's so clear to me that relationship isn't about staying together. Right. Isn't about, it's, you know, we're all free. Mm-hmm. We're free. Uh, coming together to love each other for how, however long that is, is a miracle mm-hmm. and it's powerful and it's precious and we're all free. Yeah. And, um, and this, this, this evolution of the soul isn't limited to time. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was clear to me that relationship was for learning relationship mm-hmm. was for, um, you know, it's kind of like a, if you really want to see where your limited perspectives are, your limited beliefs are, get your ass into In a relationship. relationship. Amen. <laughs> Amen. The most growth. The most yes. growth. You know, you're yes. faced with Supercharged. Your, all of your shadows, all of your stuff, all of your insecurities, all of it, everything. And I love what you said about free because so in the relationship that I'm in now with my beloved, uh, this is the first time that um, freedom is, has been this value that we share uh, as our coming together. And my mantra from the moment we started dating from the very first date, my mantra has been um, Thich Nhat Hanh's quote, you must love a person in such a way that the person you love feels free. And yes. every day in this relationship, I check in with that, you know, is this, uh, is this how I'm loving her? And yes. And, and so when those moments of like things happen, it's like, I have to then check in with that. It's like those moments of insecurities, those moments of, well, what ifs? And, you know, cause we're human, they happen. And, yes, like, and I come yes. back to this every single time. You must love a person in such a way that the person you love feels free because we are all free, all of us. Ah, beautiful, beautiful, mm. beautiful, beautiful. I love that quote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so true. You know, uh, it's so it's so freeing for them, and it's so freeing for us. Yeah, you know, because yeah. haven't you noticed in the times that, let's say, back in the day when we weren't so conscious in our mm-hmm. relationships? <laughs> I know, you know, I can speak for myself. It was so heavy when I wanted the person to, to be a certain way or do mm-hmm. something a certain way or act a certain way or love a certain way, yeah. I was not just putting them in a prison of, of, of these unquestioned assumptions, mm. but I was putting myself in a prison. I felt heavy. I felt 
um, and I felt caged. I felt uh, it was like I was claustrophobic from my own mind. And um, and it, it's it's so kind to ourselves and to others. This notion of love being freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. On, on all of that, such like the pain that I was feeling, you know, by my own stories, my own expectations and assumptions, yes. like, yeah. 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 Oh my goodness. Those days, I know. <laughs> and I, and I just give a hug to anyone that are experiencing those days as these days mm-hmm. right now, because we're all in our own journey. Yeah. So send so much love and hugs to anyone listening to this that may be still experiencing and I'm open to experiencing that again. That's what's so yeah. beautiful about freedom is yeah. that it's not like I'm sitting here having this conversation saying that I'm never going to do that again. Uh, I don't, I don't, I, I don't see it happening again. Mm. And I know that life is much bigger than yeah. my idea of the next moment. And so there's a willingness present. Mm-hmm. There's a willingness to be totally um, uh, blind to my own shadows mm. and, and to be totally caught up in an illusion of something outside of me being the source of my fulfillment. Mm-hmm. I'm willing for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, the thought for what I'm experiencing is, is the thoughts do come, the insecurities do. Yes, 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 yes. What, yes, I, what yes. I have found is my um, response time has just gotten shorter. So it's not like it's not like it's gone. Yeah, you know, I totally yes. have moments where you know, you know, I'll say this way, <laughs> I'm feeling this right now. You know, like I'm uh-huh. so insecure in this moment. You know, yes, and it's yes. but that's the beauty of it, right? It's like it is the beauty of, of it. knowing that that's what it is. Yeah, what you know, I loved how you said that and how you worded that because I think that's so important in in our relationships with with communication mm-hmm. is you know taking responsibility for what we're feeling. So I love yeah. that you were like, "I'm feeling this," as opposed to "You did you this did and this. you said this right. and you should do this." You, this is what I'm feeling. You know, one of the things that 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 I, I'm not in a relationship right now in 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 the traditional sense. Um, but one of the things I love to tell someone I'm in relationship with, if stuff is coming up, I like to say, oh, there are some thoughts here. Mm-hmm. Let, 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 me just, let me just share some of these thoughts that, that are appearing, <laughs> you know? And what's so great about that is that it just kind of takes the sting out of it being personal. Mm-hmm. takes the sting because it really is not, you know, it's like, I love how Miss Byron Katie, which is the lady of the book that I love, um, uh, she, one of her quotes is, no two people have ever met. Mm. And that's really profound when you sit in the implications of, of, of what that means. Mm. You know, one thing that was really powerful for me in relationship was the moment it dawned on me that I was only in relationship with my own mind mm. until I wasn't. So those moments that we call in love where we kind of like, we, 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 we lose ourselves mm-hmm. um, in a moment of love. You know, it's like we're, we're in this space of grace. It's like, it's like love is timeless. Love is infinite. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no me. There's no you. There, you know, there's a merging. We become one. There's a, and, that's, and that's love meeting itself. Yeah. But when I was in my mind about who this person was and mm-hmm. who they should be and, and what mm-hmm. they should be and what they shouldn't be, I was only in relationship with my own mind, my own projection. 
And, and, and it's really wonderful to start noticing if there's a lot of judgment on your partner. It's like, who are you in relationship with? Are you, mm-hmm. are you really seeing your partner? Are you seeing the beloved before you? Um, yeah. Yeah, we do um, uh, an exercise in CIJ. It's called The Trouble With You. Oh, fun. I love that. The Trouble With You the is. The Trouble With You is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so it's so good to get you out of your judgments and to bring it right back to like oh just like me, just like me. That's yes. wow it's like hello talking oh. when the man <laughs> in the mirror <laughs> oh, it's always like I love it and I love the um the aha moment that the students have in that too because they're like oh damn and I'm like y'all y'all are playing the same records just different remixes honey <laughs> yes it's oh such a God. great exercise I love it it's so great it's and good. I love that y'all are playing the same records it's so true I mean it's so that's one of the things I love about this whole awakening spirituality mm. thing is that, you know, I didn't get to, to fall in love with our divinity. Mm. I got to fall in love with our absurdities. <laughs> and I didn't get to see myself in another, in a namaste of I see the light and divinity in you. Right. But I got to see myself in a namaste of I see the crazy in you. Yes, me and the too. fertilizer. And the fertilizer. As me too. It's like, yes, we're really in all, we're really all of us in this together. And it's, and it's, 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 it's powerful. <laughs> yeah. So what would you say? So someone who is considering either leaving or staying their relationship mm-hmm. and they're in a place of, um, you know, should I stay or should I go? And I, you know, I always am, am very much about, you know, like meditate on it. What does your body feel like? Does it feel like it's a yes or yes. A no? Um, I feel like all life's questions can be answered in the yes or a no. And our bodies just no. Um, what would would you say to someone, you know, who's in that as well? Like, you know, what, what would you say for them to do? Yeah, well, you know, I fully agree. Meditation is a huge part, you know, the benefit of meditation, it gives us the opportunity to get still Mm. and to get true and to get quiet and to be in a receptive space, um, where we're not only listening to our intuition, but we're also listening to the subtle movements of life or the not so subtle movements of life. We're present to, you know, life uh, being the guide, life showing us the way. Um, And that can include a feeling, that can include a sense, that can include a circumstance, something coming up that's just like, oh yeah, that's so clear that now it's time to put to to, to shift the green screen. <laughs> and 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 yeah, so meditation is huge. Any anything that supports us, you know, whether it be walking in nature, whether it be dancing, whether it be music, whether it be creating art, anything that puts us into that beautiful communion with who it is we truly are is 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 valuable and and um and really effective at getting clear about mm-hmm. where the next moment is leading, whether to stay in a relationship or to shift that relationship. Um, and maybe it's staying or, and leaving in the traditional sense of you guys, you know, staying in relationship or not staying in relationship. Because sometimes what happens is, is that you have a total shift in yourself mm-hmm. 
And because there's a shift in the relationship with yourself, you have shifted the relationship and then maybe you stay together. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes there's a letting go of all the things that you think that person is and how they need to change. In other words, you allow them not to be in the box of your judgment Mm -hmm. and you give them the freedom to, you, you give yourself the freedom and them the freedom to show up as, 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 as someone you haven't met yet. Mm. And that's another way of transforming the relationship, whether you stay together or not stay together. The cool thing is that whether you stay together or not has nothing to do with your capacity to be at peace with yourself in the yes. moment. Amen. Can I get a gay man? <laughs> yes. Hi. My, hi. my happiness is my happiness. Your happiness is your it's happiness. Your happiness. I show you my happiness if you show me yours. <laughs> awesome. Well, this is good. I hope this has, been, uh, this has been helpful for some of the beloveds who are curious about whether they should stay or go or the idea of a conscious uncoupling. Yes. Conscious uncoupling. Just as fun as conscious coupling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate you coming on today. I love it. I love it. I love you. And I love everybody listening. Such an honor to to be here and share. It's such a joy to to be here and and, and be human on this planet with all of y'all. Yes. So that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed Ash and I's talk about conscious uncoupling. Maybe you have something about this subject that you'd like to share. Uh, Perhaps you've had a conscious uncoupling or you're considering it or you're in a space of, hell no, I ain't having no conscious uncoupling. Whatever it is, your opinions are welcome. Head over to the Remix Your World Insiders group on Facebook and let us know. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Take care and I'll see you next time. Bye. Yo, check this out. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, consider becoming a Patreon member. Patreon is a great service to help creatives like me get my content out to people like you. For as little as a dollar a month, you can support this podcast and receive some rewards for doing so. So head on over to patreon.com slash remix your world and consider becoming a member. I'll greatly appreciate it. Thank you.